fresh meat. Welcome back to another edition of the horror movie that almost was. Today, we're taking a look at a proposed film that had quite the buzz. What's that? No, don't click away. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to hear about the Gina Davis starring sequel we never got, Flies. To even begin discussing Flies, we have to go back, way back to the 1950s when the original Fly was released. Yes, that's right, the Jeff Goldblum starring film that probably popped into most viewers' head the moment I said The Fly is actually a remake. A remake of this film. Sure, The Fly is corny and not exactly scary by today's standards. But audiences back in the 50s were absolutely terrified of this stumbling monstrosity. So much so that we got two more films in the series, Return of the Fly and Curse of the Fly. Simple B-movies that were mostly remembered for the image of a massive flyhead atop of a human body. When Cronenberg stepped into the picture in 1986, we were given a film unlike anything else in the franchise. By that, I mean much, much grosser. Gone was the massive flyhead and now we got... Well, a different massive flyhead. But really, it went from a simple creature feature to a fascinating character study about just how much you're willing to give up for your own life's work and how you can lose yourself in the pursuit of it. Look at me, does this look sick? Does this look like a sick man to you? Not only that, but what do you do when the person you love is going through these changes and doesn't want to accept it? Be afraid. Be very afraid. To say this movie was more layered than the films from which it spawned would be a bit of an understatement. But... At its core, it was a story about Seth Brundle creating teleportation devices and the consequences that such power wielded. We received a sequel, but it wasn't the one we wanted. No, this turned the character study of Cronenberg's film and turned it into an exploitative creature feature devoid of originality, with its sole purpose being to gross the audience out. Congrats. They certainly grossed out audiences and critics as no one went to see the film. And those that did hated it. It's almost like adding Eric Stoltz to the picture always equals disaster. <laughs> the one positive to come out of this was Gina Davis's reignited interest in the series. She seemed to understand the potential of a fly sequel, using James Cameron's Aliens as an example of a sequel that shifted gears and allowed the female lead to really dig into the material. AKA, Davis wanted her character to be an absolute badass like Sigourney Weaver's character in Aliens. And can you really blame her? Get away from her, you bitch! But being a badass takes many different forms, and Davis's character turning into Linda Hamilton and T2 seemed pretty unlikely. This would be more inner strength and fortitude than gun-wielding heroin. Flies would have centered around Davis's character and would have followed Cronenberg's film, with Davis giving birth to a fly-like creature. In fact, it would have been twins. But this wouldn't have been the fly larva we saw during the dream sequence in the first film. No, these twins would be perfectly normal, until puberty hit. You can already see the interesting parallels that would come from this concept, much in the same way that Ginger Snaps was a metaphorical look for becoming a woman. Just so you know. Or it's just a 
But that's not all. According to Mick Garris, the treatment for the film was written by Gina Davis herself, with writer Richard Jeffries of Scarecrow's fame creating the script. What else would this film have featured? Well, information gets a lot more scarce from here on out. While the film would have ignored the events of The Fly 2, there was one big element from the first film that seemingly couldn't be retconned. Seth Brundle's death. This meant that Gina Davis's character would have been raising the boys on her own, obviously leaning into the single mom aspect. However, no Seth Brundle meant no Jeff Goldblum. Oh, no, 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 no. Add to it that Cronenberg had no interest in returning to the director's chair, and things didn't seem good for the project. Was Davis's name big enough to lead the film on her own without any of the key creative elements from the first film? And who would take up the director's chair? Enter Davis's then-husband, Rennie Harlan, who directed films such as A Nightmare on Elm Street 4, The Dream Master, Die Hard 2, and Cliffhanger. Unfortunately, this is where the concrete info on the film ends. Davis and Harlan clearly wanted to make their aliens to alien type movie, but there isn't much evidence of this being some action-packed thrill ride. In fact, the story sounds more like one of puberty for two teens that would just replace the Jeff Goldblum gross-out moments from the first film with two teenagers and the very obvious puberty allegories that would come along with it. No script has ever been released, and the film seems to dissipate with each decade that passes. A different script named Flies by Tim Lucas featured the telepods that transformed Brundle in the first film, and even had a returning Jeff Goldblum, with it being revealed that Seth Brundle's mind had been transferred to the computer. So we'd hear Goldblum via voiceover. However, this was part of the Lucas draft, and there's no indication that this element would have been in the proposed Harlan Davis version. Despite this film never quite making it to the screen, that doesn't mean we haven't gotten a ton of the fly potential over the years. Cronenberg himself wrote a script that was originally announced as a remake, and then later clarified to be a sequel, without any returning characters. Okay then, not that any of that really mattered, because the script would eventually be turned down. Cronenberg had this to say regarding the film. Focus features couldn't agree on a budget, basically. I thought it was a very ambitious script, and I wanted to do it properly, and they really felt the financial restraints of the world in general. It was really a budget disagreement. As far as I'm concerned, I'm not involved anymore. So much for getting excited about that one. There have been rumors of a female-led reboot as recently as only a few months ago. But as of yet, nothing has come of it. Even former lead Jeff Goldblum has gone on record saying he'd love to be a part of the film in any capacity so long as he can work with Cronenberg again. Goldblum even had some interesting ideas as to how he could be implemented. I don't think my character would be involved, because of course I got tragically mutated with the fly and then the machine, oh boy. But maybe I show up as a grandchild of the original Seth Brundle. Or Seth Brundle had a brother had a brother that emerges in some ways. Who knows? I don't know. But David Cronenberg was a thrill to work with. Boy, if he was involved, I'd like to work with him again, I'll tell you that. You heard him, Fox. Er, well, Disney now. Any form of this on screen is box office gold. So get to it, Hollywood. Thank you for watching our show. If you like what you see, please subscribe to our Joe Blow Horror Videos channel, tell your friends who like this sort of content, and turn on the bell to receive notifications for all of our latest videos. 
We're an independent company, and we appreciate all of your support.